everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a slate of games to cover. A lot of excitement around the baseball world. You know, we are entering, we're, we're at the end of August. Like we talked about last time, entering the stretch run. Some exciting playoff races have taken shape. Let's start in Baltimore. I think that's the first time I've ever said that on this show. Let's start in Baltimore, but let's do it. So Kyle Stowers hit his first career home run to give the Orioles life, and he sparked a magic walk-off. So Kyle Stowers is a rookie outfielder with the Baltimore Orioles, and he's the number nine prospect in the organization. He hit his first home run in a very big spot. It was two outs in the bottom of the ninth, an 0-2 pitch from Kyle Hendricks, and he blasts it out to right field and ties the game. That is the first home run of Kyle Stowers' career. I mean, what what a better time to come. What a better time to come. I mean, that ended up tying the game and then ended up setting the stage for the Orioles to get a 4-3 walk-off victory on Anthony Santander's game-winning single in the 11th. So, I mean, that's a huge win. That's a huge win for Baltimore because it's like one of those that you just kind of remember as could it be a turning point in their season or it could be the kind of win that you know keeps them alive in the grand scheme of things. You know, now when you watch Orioles games, you see the you see the stands full of fans. You know, that that hasn't been very common in the past few years, but now you see that you know those those games have really good attendance. But with Thursday's series victory, that kept the Orioles at pace in the chase for that final wildcard spot. They're still two and a half games back of the Mariners, but they have an equally large cushion between them and the White Sox and Twins that are also chasing them. So now the O's face arguably their biggest challenge of the season. They have a road trip through two American League favorites, the Astros and the Guardians. Both these teams are positioned well ahead of them in the standings. So it's going to be a big test for Baltimore. What are they going to do over this road trip? But for now, they can ride the excitement of that series finale. I mean, only as sweet as it is because of the frustration that preceded it. I mean, Stowers himself started the game over three, continuing a hitless stretch where he had been over 13 with 11 strikeouts before that at bat. And then he breaks out of it with his first career home run. So that's that's pretty awesome. So shout out to the Baltimore Orioles as they try to maintain their chase for the wild card. We'll stay on the East Coast. Jacob DeGrom was on the mound for the Mets, and he helped the Mets rebound after a tough stretch. So the Mets just came off of one of the toughest stretches in the schedule. They had 13 games against the Phillies, Braves, and Yankees, where they went 6-7. and seven. So when they took the field on Thursday night, it was kind of a breather because now for the next 23 games, they're going to play 20 games against teams below 500. So this was a game against the Rockies. DeGrom was on the mound. They're back at home. And this was just what they needed. They got a 3-1 win, three win over Colorado. DeGrom looked really good. Alonzo hit his 31st home run of the season. And, you know, that's, that's going to calm things down a little bit in New York. Mets are going to be fine, but, you know, obviously... You need to get the wins. DeGrom allowed one run on three hits, striking out nine to improve to three and one with a 2.15 ERA. You know, he's 
He's now only made five starts because he made a season debut earlier this month. So he just hasn't really pitched a whole lot this year. But if he can stay healthy, they're going to lean on this guy in the postseason. So that's what they're hoping to see. But the usual suspects are, are doing well. You know, I saw an article saying that Francisco Lindor is having an MVP caliber season. And I didn't realize it, but I mean, it, it's it's mainly based on war. Apparently, he has the sixth best fan graphs war in baseball. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Lindor's OPS right now is a 799, which is below his career average. He has an 818 OPS for his career. I mean, he's having a good season, a much needed bounce back season. But to say he's having an MVP caliber, caliber season just because of war, I, I don't I don't buy that at all. I mean, sometimes you just have to look at the numbers and just be like, OK, is, is this guy really are, are you telling me he's one of having one of the best seasons in the league? No, he's not. I mean, you have players who are head and shoulder. There, there, there's levels to it. There are levels to it. I mean, you can't tell me someone like a Paul Goldschmidt, who's darn near about to win a triple crown, is in the in the same conversation as Lindor. You know, you, you can't even put them in the same conversation. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I, I, I'm not a huge fan of only looking at wins above replacement. You have to look at the totality of everything. You look at the situation and, and just be like, okay, okay, sure, you could be top six and even top five in war but how far ahead are those other guys from you okay getting down ballot mvp votes is not nearly the same as get getting top three mvp votes or something like that so that that's just something i wanted to bring up don't mind me just saw that article i thought it was a bit hyperbolic speaking of paul goldschmidt let's let's talk about him so he's making a triple crown push we had to chicago the Cardinals and Cubs have been playing each other. And Goldie just continued with his strong season. He had a three-hit, two-home run, and five-RBI day on Thursday as the Cardinals beat the Cubs 8-3. to three. And Goldie is now within two home runs of having a hold of all three legs of the Triple Crown. And he has a little more than a month remaining in the regular season. So, I mean, a Triple Crown is extremely rare. It's not something that you need to win an MVP, but... It's, it's something that even if you're close, you are going to be in the MVP discussion because, I mean, that's that's just the sign of a complete hitter. If you're average and power like that, you, you don't see it. And Goldschmidt is in the midst of the greatest season of his career at 34 years old. Before this season, he had hit 300 four times, hit 30 home runs six times, or driven 100 runs three times. He finished second in the NL MVP race in 2013 and 15, third in 2017, and he got MVP votes for other seasons. But this season is actually his greatest body of work so far. And it's interesting because Goldschmidt is one of those guys who you just assume is going to fall off. Like when he signed with the Cardinals, signed a pretty big deal with them. You know, people just, because he was like 30 at the time, 31, just assumed he would fall off because of age. But he hasn't. And he's been very durable and he plays every game. I mean, he plays like 158, like to 160 games every year. I mean, it's pretty remarkable, and his numbers are just very, very consistent. You're not going to find a, a much better player than Paul Goldschmidt. So, shout out to him making his push for the MVP and um, his push for the Triple Crown. But, I mean, of course, we're not going to hold it against him if he doesn't quite get it. So, let's head to Houston, where the Astros hosted the Twins. Trey Mancini seems to have locked in a little bit. So the Astros acquired him at the trade deadline. They expected him to flourish when they put him 
into the lineup. He's in a deeper lineup and, you know, in a more hitter-friendly ballpark than than where he was before in Baltimore. And three weeks after being dealt to the Astros, he's well on his way to providing the run production Houston had sought. So he hit a three-run homer in the first inning on Thursday off of twin starter Chris Archer, which wound up being the difference between the two teams as Houston won 6-3 to three at Minute Maid Park. So the Astros swept the season series 6-0 and from the Twins. And Mancini is, is, is looking like a key cog in that lineup since joining the Astros in that trade. He's hitting 233 with six homers and 16 RBIs in 18 games. So, I mean, it's the power's there, I would say. The average is a bit down, but the power's there. His slugging is 567. So, you know, his OPS is north of 800. Let me, let me put it that way. So 820, 821 OPS with Houston. That's better than the 751 OPS he posted with Baltimore. So the power has been there. So he's hitting well, hitting better with Houston as they expected. I mean, obviously the Astros did their homework before they traded for this guy and, and it's paying dividends. It's paying dividends. So shout out to Trey Mancini. You know, just added more depth to a team that was already deep, but this is what you do when you're getting ready for a playoff push. I think the Astros are going to be the team to beat in the American League. I mean, that's been the case for a while now, but this this year they really do look, they look to be, you know, above the other contenders, specifically the Yankees. I think the Yankees are going to run into their kryptonite yet again, which is the Houston Astros, but still early. We'll see. Speaking of the Yankees, they're out in Oakland. They were out in Oakland for a series. John Carlos Stanton rejoined the team. He rejoined and Yankees blew out the A's 13 to four. But they're glad to have their all-star back, and hopefully he can stay healthy the rest of the way. But Stanton was inserted into the lineup again, and one for four, three RBIs, looking to keep things going. So that is where we stand. That is our recap. As we head into the weekend, I will, I will mention that Bryce Harper will be activated on Friday. So he's back in the big leagues after being out for a while due to that broken finger. Phillies are excited to have him back. So you'll see him in the lineup on Friday. All right, I will mention before before we hang up that I'm looking at it now. For the Phillies, they won 4 nothing on Thursday, and Aaron Nola threw a complete game shutout. So shout out to Aaron Nola. Big ups to him as he yeah lowers his ERA down to a 3.08. Complete game shutout. 11 strikeouts that's a that's a big that's a big uh, outing so glad i could get that in there but that's gonna do it for today if you enjoyed this please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection